This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, here we are marching toward the end of the year and that... I. I was trying to think of different shows I'd like to do, shows that we've never done before. That's that's one. And that my guest for this session was actually referred to me from one of my close friends, Joan Stewart, who has been a guest many, 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 many times on Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. And she said, do you know Wayne Kelly? And I said, no, I don't know. Tell me why I should know Wayne Kelly. And she went into a spiel. And I said, would you connect us? So that's what brings Wayne to author you, your guide to book publishing today. But I'm going to start off with a uh, question. Do you know why radio shows hate interviewing authors? And would you like to know how to change that? That's what we're going to do today. And Wayne Kelly is the perfect person. After all, the most important publicist is Y-O-U. That's you. You've spent months, even years, working on your book, and now it's finally released. Did you call your local radio station? Have you created a press release? Wayne Kelly is a radio insider here to share the good, the bad, and the oh-so-god-awful ugly about promoting your book on the air. Wayne has interviewed thousands of guests from celebrities to singers, actors, reality show contestants, authors, psychics, and even his Auntie Violet, who's a farmer, and was really angry that he called her on the air. In 2006, he formed on-air publicity to teach anyone how to become a media guest and attract clients from free interviews. His clients have been from all over the world. They've been featured on CNN, Time Magazine, Good Morning America, NBC News, ABC, radio stations literally all over the planet, and now... He is being featured with us. Wayne, welcome to Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. Thank you. Thank you. That is awesome. I'm oh, so yeah. excited oh, to be here. Oh, good. I'll clap. I'll clap for you. All right. So. <laughs> well, I'm used to being in radio. we got to do our own sound effects, right? <laughs> uh, or sometimes you shouldn't do them. You know, I, I have been on, um, I personally have done over a thousand radio interviews. And as an, as an author or an expert or actually as a corporate spokesperson. And it was, uh, when I was in the corporate spokesperson hat, they always had me work with their, their media expert because the thing that they had the biggest fear is the, their expert got stymied and couldn't get a word out of his or her mouth or two didn't know how to get back to point when the host went wacko and off track and all of a sudden you're you know like the deer with the headlights and i bet you've been in those situations yourself Mm-hmm. well I'm, I'm usually the guy trying to knock that person off uh the axis to try to find out what the real story is behind so i'm i spend most of my time 
on, uh, you know, this side of the microphone asking all the questions. And that's kind of where I've got to learn so much about what works and what doesn't work when it comes to interviews. And you're no stranger. A thousand interviews? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we always have our favorites. I bet you you have some favorites, too, um, on that. And when people ask me about TV, I would say, you know what? My all-time favorite probably was Phil Donahue from the the, the Donahue show years and years ago. He... He was the best to the guest. I mean, he would kill a guest if they were a bad guest. But one of the things the producers, Wayne, told us, if you get up there and start pitching your book, pitching your book, the hook is coming out. I'll never forgot that. But what I loved about Donahue is he personally came up to the green room and escorted you on the stage. And he would say to his live audience, would you please welcome my guest, Dr. Judith Bryles? And that he also, when the show was over, he came and escorted you back to the green room and, and we thanked you. Several times when I was there, he would say to me, would you mind just staying after the show because the, the audience has a lot of questions and they really want to talk with you. And, of course, you say, of course. Of course you yeah. will. So, yeah. Anyway. Wow. So, hey, why don't you tell us about your show? You have the Wayne and Jane show. And where is it? Uh, we're we're up in the, we're in Canada. We're in BC, Canada, and uh, we've been doing this show now for almost twenty years, uh, on and off between the two of us. And this is uh, what I think I want to stress about it is this show is the type of show that you can find in pretty much every city in America. There is a Wayne and Jane show in every city. And it yes. is, you know, the people who talk about those real things that you're going through. You're driving to work. You're getting the kids mm-hmm. ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you're hating your job. Maybe you're loving your job. Maybe you're mm-hmm. not fit. Maybe you want to eat better. You know, we're talking about lifestyle topics. And then we're playing lots of great music as well. So it's kind of a show where I like to bring in guests to educate and entertain my audience. And the most important thing for me is that they're relaxed and they can share a little bit of information. They need to be prepared. And so it's funny because some of the interviews that I thought would be amazing were the worst, and some that I thought would be terrible ended up being the best. And yeah. there was just a few. <laughs> yeah, the gym. Yeah. The gym comes through. Yeah. It does. It's so funny. And, and it's it's interesting how you learn what people respond to and what sometimes what I think you know might be boring the listeners don't feel that way and and especially nowadays they are I mean they text me in the studio now we've got a Wayne and Jane texting phones so and we've been encouraging them that they text us and sometimes when they're in the middle of an interview we'll start getting texts you know people might have a question or a comment I love that or what have you it's an immediate it's a very much an immediate uh, way of communicating these days yeah, you, you know, your kind of show was my actually my kind of favorite because there it was it was actually more relaxed and it had a sense of fun in it because I love to have fun. Um, and 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 one of my expertise, Wayne, is why and how women undermine other women. I mean, I've written multiple books on it. So, you know, like when the Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky, Linda Tripp thing was going on, I you know yeah. my my phone rang off the hook and I was doing all kinds of stuff and. And what I loved, because I could get it down really tight, understanding the morning drive, sometimes you just have two and a half minutes, as you know, 
to get right. something out. But the best thing was hearing one of the producers say, because they hadn't clicked me off totally. And all I, all I could say is the host said, get her back. Just get her back as soon as possible. <laughs> so that's what, that's what you love. All right. So there, you're, let's leave with this first question I threw out at you, because what happens when you get the one who's the dud? Um, and, 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 and then, and of course, what a lot of people don't know is when you get the dud, people like you tell other colleagues, this person's a dud. So. Yeah, but we need to clarify that. That is not okay. for just the regular common yes. person who's trying oh, yeah. to get on the radio. So if you go on a radio show and you totally just screw it up and it's a disaster, mm-hmm. you're going to be way more hard on yourself than, uh, than anybody else will, really. Maybe you weren't even that bad. But if you are a celebrity and you come on in your horrible interview, mm-hmm. then we're going to kind of get rid of you and probably make fun of you after when you're gone <laughs> um, because we have to in a way because you've come on our show and you're terrible or you're rude and, you know, it kind of lingers for a while. And so yep. there's been a couple of people that I've definitely let other radio hosts know, yeah, if you're going to be interviewing them, make sure you record it ahead of time because they were terrible, <laughs> they didn't give any information, they were just there to plug something or – they had no interest in being on the show, but were told by their PR team that they had to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I guess I want to know what do you do when you know you have someone who is awful? What do you do as a host? Do you go to commercial right away? Do you just take it over and run with your your stories about your aunt Violet? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> See, I read. <laughs> Isn't that a crazy story? Oh my gosh! I figured that was funny. Just you, anybody can be on this show. <laughs> so you know what? You're, you're right. What we do, see? I don't ever want somebody to come on and be bad. And you know, when you started talking about what your expertise was, I, I don't. Maybe you've even been on my show for goodness sakes because it sounds oh, so familiar it. to me. Let's do so, it, Wayne. And it was like, Except and that. that's a topic that I would absolutely discuss. That is so real, but. What I'm there for is I want you to shine because if you can shine, I shine. You shine, exactly. You you give good information. My listeners think, oh, that Wayne's awesome because he he gave us this guest who gave them great information. So my job is always to make you feel at ease as soon as we get on the phone together, and I want you comfortable, and I'm there to kind of drag stuff out. The problem comes when – and this was an example of – Probably one of the worst ones I ever had, and and maybe you've even experienced something like this, but oftentimes a publicist will tell the guest, make sure you promote your website, or make sure you promote such and such when you're on the air. Try to to take over and try to get the traffic over to your website. And I had a guest on one time, and it was, uh, it was, was, I can't remember, I don't even know what the topic was. But I asked him question number one, and he said, you know, that's a really tough question to answer because uh, there's many different possibilities for that answer. It could be this, it could be that, or it could be this. Probably the best thing to do is go to my website, and I've actually got a quiz on there that can help you figure out what you are, whatever oh, you are. Uh-oh. Okay, so that's the throw-up like, time. That's throw-up time. Right. And I, so instantly I'm thinking, okay, he was told by his team to promote the website. Okay, that's fine. 
let's let's move on. So I move into my next question and I start set him up and I ask the question. Okay. And he goes, that's a really difficult thing for me to answer. You know, oh, 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 to wait, wait. hold on to that. We're going to take a quick break here um, <laughs> and, and we'll come okay. back. You know, you know what this is like. We'll take a quick break with me as Wayne Kelly. This is Judith Browse. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you? Or another? Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author You Extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author You's extensive network, Members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. AuthorU is the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, AuthorU is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author U, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author U today at authoru.org. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. Or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and e-zine at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. So as we segue to, to talk to, uh, Wayne and I get to talk off the air, but you get to listen to our fabulous sponsors, so I want to encourage you to support them. But Wayne kind of let the dangling hanging here. Um, I can see I'm all holding my hand dangling. You can all see this. All right, so Wayne left us dangling because now he's got a guest, 
the um, not-so-hot guest who is now whipping them over to their website again, right? That's where we left it, Wayne. All right. Yeah, Back to you. exactly. So here's what's going on. I asked question one. Uh, he says, can't answer that question. Go to the website, do the quiz. I asked question number two. Sure enough. He sends me back to the website. So in my mind, I'm like, this guy's not going to give me any information. I've got to get rid of him. But first, I'm going to ask him a third question and directly told him, don't send me to your website, but give me the real answer. And he just kind of was like, ah. Uh. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, listen, that's all the time we have for you. Thanks very much for coming on the show. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're done. And, it, and I went into commercials or a song, and away he went. So there was somebody who just didn't want to give any information. He didn't want to play in the sandbox. He didn't want to dance with me and give some information. So that would be like a sign of a, a bad interview. Now, another sign, you know, when it comes to that whole feel is that, you know, if you're going to go on a show and you want to promote your, your book, it's great to, to come on. And I want to know some information, but I don't have time to read every book that's going on. So give me some key points of things you want to be talking about. Like yep. even before our time on for doing this interview, I've been focusing on it for about a half an hour beforehand going through saying, okay, what would be some of the key things that I would want to know? What, what, what would be helpful mm-hmm. if I was an author listening to this show? How, how can I help? And so it's really important to be prepared and think about what are some different stories that you can share regarding that book. And, and question number one, I see this again and again and again when I often interview an author. Question number one, you know, where, do, where do I get the book? Well, if, if you're walking down the street and somebody says, uh, oh, here's, here's Judith. She just wrote a book. Question number one is, and Judith, where do I get your book? Right? It's more about what's it about. So I think we need to start thinking about how we can share some of the concepts of what we do, whether we're coaches or you know, lifestyle mm-hmm. experts or we're authors. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm a big uh, uh, bookstore. I actually... Last month, I do my annual author's tea. I always say, I'm a, when I think of myself, I'm an author advocate. So I had 150 people to my house for afternoon tea that I cooked for. And I had 20 of the authors that I had the pleasure of working with this last year all over my house. They took over the whole house. And they sold books. They sold books and books and books and books. And I love doing that. But it was amazing. And, and I worked with them on how to pitch to people kindly to do it, and often it can start with the question. Like you and I, we started this whole segment with, a, you know, the first segment with a question. Why do radio shows hate interviewing authors? And would you like to know how to change that so they love you? All right, so that, tell me more. And I always think that when we have to get people to move in that mentality of tell me more, drop it and tease it and tell me more. That's my thing. You're absolutely right. So right. So how do we get them to to do this? That's the big question. Mm -hmm. And I think the the first thing that people need to realize is that radio, well, first off, who's listening to AMFM radio anymore, right? We all hear that, oh, my gosh, the Internet's taken over and podcasting has taken over and video killed the radio star and all this stuff. But the stats are staggering on who's listening to radio stations, AMFM, and it's roughly – 85% of people over the age of 18 listen to to radio, and I can't remember what the numbers were per week, but it's like 86% of people are being touched by AM, FM radio. 
And then the smaller your market, the higher your reach. So instead of saying, I want to get on radio stations in New York City or in Los Angeles, you want to get into your small town radio shows because the numbers were drastically higher. They were in the 90%, 95%, something like that, because it's a local connection. It's part of the family. People know you and they listen. So instead of just saying, okay, I'm an author, I want to be on your show, you want to say, yes, I've written a book. I'm now an expert. Like, pitch yourself as an expert. The book is really the exclamation mark to your expertise. Oh, I love that. The book is the exclamation mark. I'm writing that down, Wayne. Yeah. Uh, on that, you know, I I think that you're right. I I, I know I know the 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 podcast statistics that eighty percent of people who turn on podcasts actually listen to it all the way through. Um, yeah. And w- one of the things I think that makes your kind of show pop, um, and and I used to love it because I knew it wasn't going to be the full hour. I could pop in and out. Sometimes they want me to stay over extra, but they they have schedules. They've got things going on. They've got weather going on. What time is your show in the morning or afternoon? Uh, I'm on from 6 till 10 a.m. All right. So you've got weather going on. You're going to have that. You're going to have traffic crashes. You're going to have, you're going to have oh, things yeah. that, that, oh, yeah, that reported. So, yeah. um, and and you can, you know, you, you flow into that. And I, I one of the first things I always asked when the producer called me to be on the show, um, I said, tell me, is there any breaking news going on this morning that I should know about? So I could hook onto it if my area of expertise would allow that. I could acknowledge it. And I think authors need also to learn how to do that. You know, another thing that they could do that's really a simple, easy thing, especially with this Internet. I mean, I think it is a passing phase, but you never know. It might hang around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Take a moment to go look at who it is that's going to be interviewing you. Because yes. nowadays we all have so much information about ourselves online that, you know, even you look up the radio station's website and there's information about, you know, the Tom show or whatever show. And then you look at it and you see that, my gosh, Tom was just voted as the number one bachelor in Colorado, you know, for some charity event. So when all of a sudden you get a phone call from the Tom show and you can say, Tom, I'm so excited to be on your show Oh, by the way, congratulations on your honor of being the uh, number one bachelor in, or voted the best bachelor in Colorado. He's going to be flattered that you took the time to even look and find out inf- information about him. And what does <laughs> and then, flattery mean? More time. <laughs> you get more time on the radio. <laughs> and, and then you could add on in, Tom, are you looking for any more dates? I've got someone <laughs> I want to introduce you to. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's yes. such a simple thing, and I, I and and I actually share this information. Not that I've come up with this. It's these are little things that have been used on me that I thought, oh, that's brilliant. Like this, somebody called. I remember I was doing an interview with a lady in Los Angeles for something, and and she called and, and she was laughing, and and she said, I was just reading this thing about you on on your website, and it made me laugh. And I I just thought, wow, like nobody does this. They have no idea. Oftentimes, actually, Judith, truth be told, you actually feel more like you were almost used by mm. a guest. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's a really awful feeling. And, mm-hmm. and maybe it's, and I'm exaggerating it in a bit to just really prove the point. But after an interview is finished, 
you want to hang on the phone. And just like you were saying when you were with uh, you know, on the Donahue show, the show mm-hmm. would come to an end. You didn't rush out to the cab, run out the Mm-mm. door. Because Never. that is the magical time when you would actually get invited back. He would say, I loved what you did. Come on mm-hmm. back out. The audience wants to talk to you, as you were mentioning. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. same thing that can happen during a radio interview. So we go mm-hmm. about, we're doing this wonderful dance together. I'm really liking your energy. I like what you're sharing with the audience. And I'm thinking to myself, I have to book this person again. So we end our in- interview on, on the Wayne and Jane show. And I'm like, Judith, thank you very much for being here. Uh, and I, and you say, yeah, thank you very much. And you, I'll go, okay. And then I'll start talking about, okay, coming up weather-wise, here's what's going on. And then I will go back to the phone to talk to Judith off air, and Judith is gone. And that doesn't give me the opportunity to say, hey, Judith, love what you did. Listen, we're busy. We've got to do this, such and such next. But please keep in touch with me. Let's have you on again to do mm-hmm. something. Because often what happens is I go back to the phone, Judith is gone, I get busy, and then I don't reach out again. Mm, here's a, it's just yeah, here, a common thing that happens. Yeah, here's a suggestion. I used to always stay on on, my, on radio interviews, the remotes. Yeah. I used to always stayed on, and in case the it, usually it's the producer that comes back on, because the right. host is off and running. I mean, they're running a show, um, and they're doing that. They could be reading, you know, reading uh, live ads. Or they could be, you know, trying to read for the next guest or whatever they're doing. So, um, what I would suggest is you, if if you got someone that you think is hot. You should just tell your producer, tell them to stay on because you want to talk to them. Um, and I think that they would know that. But, I mean, it, certainly I used to stay on until they went to the next segment. Um, or, or I was disconnected, you know, one of the things. But I, right. I think that's great advice. Well, let's, I'm going to jump in. I have some more questions for you with you. That's it. So, so how do you reach out? I mean, you talked about local. You talked about the 86% are listening to some form of AMFM. Uh, the population. So what's the best way to hook on to a, a, a radio show? Right. So the easiest way is actually to reach out and contact them. Email. Email these days is absolutely the number one way that most radio shows mm-hmm. want to be contacted. And that was even back in the day when uh, Oprah was doing her thing. I remember a, an Oprah producer who I would talk to once in a while, and she would say the same thing. It's all about email. So Here's the thing that really breaks my heart is oftentimes I'll go to a local bookstore and I will go to the local section to see what books have been brought in and many of them never ever reach out to local radio stations. You and think, so, <laughs> you know, this is such a no-brainer to me. <laughs> I, yeah, I, see, you get it. But a lot of people don't know. They think, well, Geez, he he was just interviewing Dr. Phil, so why would he interview me about my book? Mm-hmm. And exactly. Yes, local is important. I know that you're going to have friends who you know may be listening. That they're going to be tuning in. And right. you know, it's not like we're doing a 20 minute dissection right. of your book. We're doing a quick three, four, five minute interview about right. you know Wayne. Hold that thought. We're going to come right back. We have another quick break. Hold on. Okay. This is your guide to book publishing. 
Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. First impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. So with me is Wayne Kelly, and Wayne is the host of the of his own show, uh, the Wayne and Jane Show, just outside of Spokane, Washington, in the beautiful country of Canada, BC. And um, and we're really talking about some hot tips on on and really soaring and and I'm going to say scoring with your interview um, on on radio. I mean, of all the mediums I've done, and I've done them all, uh, radio is my favorite because usually you you have a little bit more time, but it's more relaxed. And heck, where else can you show up? And if, even if your teeth aren't brushed yet, because you're doing an interview at two in the morning, which by the way, I have done a lot of those and they're wonderful. They're huge coverage at these oddball things that are out there. So, um, Wayne, with that said, that we were talking about, um, how do you contact them? And you said email is the number one way. So what do we say in the email? And t- can you, can you, um, also, kiss on what should you put in the subject line? Right. Okay. So, subject line. I will open every email that says Wayne interview, interview on Wayne and Jane show, interview uh-huh. request, anything that says interview, just simple. But if you put in there uh, interview about uh, algae at Lake, whatever, I'm going to delete it. 
Right? If you give me too much information and I go, well, that's not a fit, delete. Because I will often delete people just from the subject lines alone. I don't even go into some emails because I think, well, yeah, I'm not interested in doing a show about algae on a lake. That's not really a fit so, for my audience. So, Wayne, just the plain Jane interview for Wayne or wacky interview for Wayne or, you know. Yeah. Something, if you just put interview, interview or Wayne, Wayne interview, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to open that because was it an interview I did yesterday? Did I say something weird? Did I screw something uh, up? Ah, okay. love it. I am going yeah. to open that email up. Now, the, the next thing you write cannot be, make sure you put an X through this. Do not put, I have the perfect topic for your radio audience. Oh. Whenever I see that, I think, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> you, you don't have the perfect topic unless you are, you know, some wonderful producer and you're an A-list celebrity, you know, mm-hmm. then maybe you've got the perfect thing for me. If you've got mm-hmm. Adam Sandler wants to be on my show, well, yeah, that would be perfect. But it sets you up as, you know, it, it, it's just the wrong thing to write. So here's somebody down the street from us, she lives in a ski town in Idaho, Sun Peak Resort, Sun Sun Valley. That's where she is, down in Sun Valley. Mm-hmm. She wrote a book about uh, mountain mantras and you know living a lifestyle outdoors, skiing, and all that stuff. And I live at a ski resort, and so she's speaking my language. And she simply sent an email, and it sent interview request Wayne Kelly, and it was. And she introduced herself very briefly, said, hi, I'm so-and-so from just down, you know, a state over from where you are. And uh, I know you're in a ski area. I'm in a ski area. I thought this might be a fit for a show. And she she really personalized this little note. And then she kind of named what the book was, gave me a couple of key points that she could share about it, and said, if this is something that would fit, I would just love to meet you. And let's see if we can do this. And so she knew who I was. She knew kind of what our area was, which I thought was very interesting. And she shared like four key points that she can share in an interview. So when I look at a media release or a press release, as they were sometimes called, I want to know what the topic is, why you're the person to talk about it, and what you're going to share with the audience. What are some of the key things that you think the audience wants to know? So you have to put yourself into that mindset that you are going to an arena. Uh, maybe it's a football stadium, if you will. And you're looking up at the crowd, and all these people have a problem that you can solve. What are the things that you want to share with them? Don't think about sales. I don't want anybody thinking about no, selling yeah. or converting. I just want you to be coming on the show and to share some information with somebody that can help them out or entertain them. Does that make sense? Yep. Uh, well, that was my philosophy. You know, I, I understand the hook thing, um, and I, I and I just I'll just do your deal. One of my book on the sabotage, the whole thing I was telling about conflict and the embezzlement I went through, and yeah. that my my deal, the open was this is what to say. Contrary to popular belief, men do not discriminate. Want to learn more? Call me. <laughs> yeah. See, great hook. Yeah. <laughs> but did you have a little bit of information about what you were going to share in the interview? 
Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think that, that one of the things I think that um, what do you send them? So you haven't mentioned that anything about should you could you should you create a bunch of questions for the the host to have? No, no, there's no need. No okay. need at all, because uh, so you can do that after the fact if you want to. But I can tell you, in all honesty, I've never used anybody's questions. Got it. And, and also, I loved it when you said that I don't have time to read the books. I I have never I, I tell people don't even count on them reading your book. You, you know, no. you just have to be a good interview. Don't count hey, on them. I, reading just, your... I tell them don't even bother sending me one. They say, would you like to send you a book? I've got shelves and shelves of these books. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do with these books? Donate some, them. Some I get to give away, right? So I don't, I don't need it. All I need to know is, is this a topic that fits my audience? And sometimes it isn't, but it's a local person who's kind of known in the community. And so they can simply reach out as well. Like, it's so important for you to reach out to your local media. So whether it's your local newspapers, your local television stations, your local radio stations, and especially holiday times, because that's a great time. They're often slow. They may be looking for somebody to interview that they wouldn't interview on a regular Monday or Tuesday, but because it's holiday time, maybe that's your great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and, and you can hook it into. Well, I'm a big believer in newsjacking if you can do it. If you're oh, booked I love to- newsjacking, yeah. Yeah, you know, expertise or your book can tie into anything, even – it, it, it even could be, especially this is for fiction authors, if you are so sick of all the negative news and the political infighting, I would be pitching, I've got six hours of fantastic escape. That's the breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah. breaking news. I have a, the question. So you don't don't worry about having questions um, put together. What about what about media releases? What should they say and what shouldn't they say? Yeah. So, do, so do you get release. yeah? Do you get a lot yeah. of them sent to you? Is that how most things are pitched to you? Oh yeah, absolutely. And if they don't have a media release, then I'm not interested. I need to. Know. Oh oh oh. Yeah. So media released is a must have. Absolutely. Okay. It is the one thing that says okay, this person has some kind of an inkling of what it is that we are expecting from them in media. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's uh, kind of an important piece of the puzzle. It's really the number one weed-out factor. If all of a sudden somebody just sends a note and says, hey, I, I wrote this book, can I be on your show? No. No, you can't. <laughs> but if they go into a little more detail about what it is that they've done, and when we say media release, this doesn't have to be you know, two pages long, it literally needs to be a paragraph and a couple of key points that you want to share and then your credibility at the end of it. That's all. Like, but So you don't have to overthink it, but you do have to share what the book is, why it's important to an audience, why maybe just roughly why you wrote the book, but very, very, very short, and then just a couple of key things that you think are interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, so... And some of them turn out really great, and some we don't expect to be great, but we still interview people. And there's one thing, though. If you are somebody, let's say you're a nutritionist or maybe a relationship coach or you are, I don't know, something that, you know, money, health, women's health, boomers, that's a huge market. Radio really loves talking boomers, if you're a psychologist, you're dating, 
identity theft, anything like that, like that, that I've shared with you. Mm-hmm. One thing you would actually aspire to do is to become a guest that gets invited back. So maybe every month you get to do a different interview. I love doing show. that. Yep. I, and you know, that's how I, I did something. I can't remember what was on money related stuff. Cause I've written several money books, but I was, um, on CNN. I had a spot on CNN, CNN's money every week for wow. a couple of years. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've, I've had those kind of things and it's because you're good when you show up the first time. Yeah. And they know that they can, they know Rely on you're you. reliable. They know exactly what you're going to deliver. You know how to play the game and you know how to dance the dance. You know that it's going to be two minutes. You know that you don't have to go into a long, I remember somebody once I, I was doing an interview, I was doing motivational Mondays. And so I was interviewing like every, Every major motivational name that you could ever think of, I would have them on. Every Monday was a different person. And I remember this one person, I introduced them, and then he started talking, and 10 minutes later, he stopped. <laughs> and I was like, what was that? I could have went and bought, got coffee and come back in the studio, and he was still talking. And it was like, that, that's not an interview. That was like, I don't even know what that was. So you need to be able to know that if you're going to do a five-minute interview, you have a roughly 40 seconds for your answer so that we can dance back and forth. So what I wanted to say, here's a great story. This was my favorite aha moment when it came to somebody coming on the show regularly. Mm-hmm. So I had a lady, she was a nutritionist. She came on the show and she was introduced by somebody, just like you and I were, right? Introduced by somebody who I respected. And she said, oh, you know, I'm used to doing you know, 20-minute podcast shows. And I said, eh. No, like, we're, we don't do 20-minute interviews with anybody. Lionel Richie got 11 minutes. That was a long time. But So you're going to get about five minutes, maybe even less than that. So she came on. She picked one topic, and the one topic was apples, why apples are good for your health. And it, it was just this apple topic. And I was thinking, mm, really, apples? We're discussing apples on my radio show? What is what does the world come to? But the interview ends. She was wonderful. She just had such great enthusiasm and excitement for these apples. And, and I was kind of laughing to myself thinking, Ugh, okay, whatever. But later on that day, I'm walking downtown and somebody said, oh, I love that lady on the, uh, you know, talking about apples. And the apple else. lady. And all of a sudden, I started getting Perfect. emails. Yeah, the apple lady. She was wonderful. So I'm all like, right. wow, boy, people seem to yeah. really like the apple lady. So I sent her a note right. and said, apple lady. Later, why don't you come back? All right, Wayne. Okay, we'll come right back, and we'll start up with the Apple Lady and move into our final segment. It's Author You, your guide to book publishing, everyone. It's with me is the talkative radio host, Wayne Kelly. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, 
by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, with me is Wayne Kelly, and he is the host of the Wayne and Jane Show. Or on uh, in right outside of Spokane, uh, Washington, but actually residing in, in in BC, Canada, and they were giving you all kinds of tips for on the air and how to be picked up. So one of the things that he has said, I, I think that really stuck because I'll bet you a lot of you don't have it, and it's called a press release or a media release. So you're gonna, you know, when we're off this show, you're gonna start drafting that. And remember when you write it. Do it in the third person, and I'm going to suggest, unless Wayne's going to tell me, no, browse, you're off your wacko, that you're, you're, you, I want you to quote yourself within the press release. Give some little tidbit, some little tease, some little fact that's a good giveaway. Um, do you want to add to that at all, Wayne? No, I think that's perfect. You're exactly okay. right. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, right, exactly like that. So it's, yeah, oh, you, but you, feel free to also send, you know, the in-person email as well, kind of introducing the media release if you want. That works too. Well, and then here's what I'm going to say, because of the as, uh, gremlins that are out there, you can include your media release in your introduction to say, you, you know, the press release is below and just slap it into the email. Don't do it as an attachment. Got it? All right. That's, there's, there's my advice. <laughs> that's 100% because there's a lot of companies that will not accept an, uh, an attachment and we're told I not know. to even open so, yeah, yeah, put it right into the body of the email. Brilliant information. Yeah, it's just so important. All right, so we need to hear about the Apple lady before you leave oh, today. You got it. Okay, Apple lady comes on, talks about her apples. Not her apples, but she's talking about the health benefits of apples. <laughs> Women love her. So I say, okay, my gosh, you got to come back on the radio. So two weeks later, same same time. And she, by the way, she had, I think, like 12 people sign up for her newsletter after her first interview. So then she comes back and she talked about whatever it was she talked about for, oh, I don't know, 
four and a half minutes, maybe four minutes. And she talked about another health thing. And then she had like 35 people sign up for her newsletter. But she was just so good again. Third time, she comes on again, and now she's becoming a part of our show. Every Tuesday, 10 after 8, I've got Lady Sam joining me to talk about nutrition tips and health tips and mind tips. Mm -hmm. But guess what happened? In that time, all of a sudden, Jane and I both received two books. And the books were written by Lady Sam. They were about nutrition, health, and lifestyle. She never once mentioned that she was an author. So do you think Jane and I were so excited and started talking about her book to her when she was on our show? We did. And it was just, I just thought it was such an interesting play because every time she'd come on, she'd build more. And then she had like 90 people signed up for her newsletter. So it was really quite interesting to see that as she would come on more often, she built her own following, but people loved her and they would tune in to hear what she had to say. And I think so many of us have, like, I guess the key point here is she didn't come on and try to talk about apples, parsley, uh, spinach, brain health, and something else. She didn't get it all cluttered. She picked one key thing to share as a, as a hook and as an introduction. And she would say the same thing, that even though it was only four minutes long, she would take about a half hour to get herself focused. And she ended up doing like 30 different radio shows, same deal. So I thought that was pretty brilliant. So uh, let me let me just play here a little bit. So you're saying she, she you never knew she was an author. You just knew that she was a nutritionist of some sort. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so and she was her hook in the door is why everyone needs maybe more than an apple a day or whatever it was. Um, that you had that, and then she sent the book later, which opened up another hook post. Yeah, hmm. right. Interesting. But, but but what was interesting was it was like, you know, we've become such a horrible eating society. The least you can do. The absolute least thing you can do is have one apple. And that's where it started. And so even if I have men listening to my show, they understand. You know, they they could listen. They can relate to that. Ladies can listen. They can relate to that. Kids, you know, the moms can share an apple with kids. So it really fit the full format for who I was talking to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I love it. I, I mean, I love that kind of stuff um, as we go along. So I, I wanted to um, ask you, what, what's when you think of things that have screwed up, where authors have or or, or some experts have the 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 headlight glaze, you know, the deer thing in their eyes, and they bomb. What would you say the number one reason why they fail when that, that authors fail when pitching media? What do where? Where's the, the 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 sewer pipe that they drop into? Yeah, the number one reason they fail is just from lack of sharing what they what are some different key points. Oftentimes, what they'll do is they'll maybe focus on just kind of one topic and keep bringing it back to that one place. They don't mm-hmm. really share more than that, so it becomes a real painful way of interviewing them. So. I think my advice is always that you want to have three or four key points in front of you 
at all times on what it is you wanted to share during that interview. Mm-hmm. So if it's the top five such and such, have those five things in front of you, but don't have a bunch of detailed writing. Just have the key point, enough to just trigger your memory about what it is that you're going to talk about. Oh, it, it, people- it, yeah, I do that all the time. Like number one, it's like when I do, well, when I write a whole speech, a 90-minute hour speech, I, I may have a, a just bullet points, one or two words. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I review it. I'm ready to go. Yes. And do you practice it before you do it? No, I don't. Because I've done it. Uh, yeah, I've done it. I mean, I know I wrote the book, but I've done it uh, <laughs> so so many times on that. Right. Um, yeah. But I, I think that I review uh, in my head. I go through things um, um, yeah. of going do it. I think one of the mistakes, Wayne, uh, especially um, from the, being someone who spoke for forty years around the world is that if you start sound, sounding canned, you become boring. And that I think that you've got to be able to have the joy of spontaneity come in. That's why I love to know what's hot, what's going on in the town, in the, in the location that maybe I can hook into, which could, I may never get to point four or five because, you know, it's so lively what's going on. So I, I, I think that a uh, 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 guest needs to have some flexibility to them to go with the flow of the show. Absolutely. Maybe they don't, right. the show. don't be solid in what it is that you want to share. You have to be able to listen. Listening is the most important thing you can do during an interview to be able to understand what the question was or what I was talking about leading into our interview because sometimes I might start with something completely different. You know, one thing I'll ask celebrities often is I used to always talk to them about what was their car? What car do they drive? In fact, I would do a quiz on this sometimes where um, I would say, I remember one morning I had Richard Simmons on the show and how do I hook people? He's a, he's a great guy. He's really interesting and he's just, he's so wonderful at doing an interview, but I would ask people, and we did a contest, guess what kind of car Richard Simmons drives? And then that was going to be the very first question. And I hit him with the very first question, and he was howling. He's like, yeah, that's not a question I get asked at all. And we drew a prize for somebody. But you know what other thing he did? And there's a lot of the great names have done this. They use my name during the interview. They almost sound like they're your best friend while they're doing the interview. Absolutely. It's just such, that's just a really neat thing to do is use the host name enthusiastically, uh, making it feel like you're, you guys are like you've known each other. And that's basically what you have to do in a way to make it really magical. Yeah. I have, I have another question I want to ask you because, you know, we have talked about it. We don't want people to pitch, 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 pitch. Go to my website. Go do this, that. Um, because th- th- for me as a host, that's part of my job. I'll let people know where your website is and that kind of thing. Yeah. But but how, how how have you found the best way to convert listeners into buyers? If, if you really have a book, if you have a product. Right. I, I think it's really important that you do drive people to your website and say, you know what, I'm going to give away a free chapter or I've got a, a mini version of this book and I want to give it away free. You have to have something that you can give away. 
there was a great author that came on the show that uh, he actually said he was giving away free copies of the book. And well, uh, it was a self-help expert. And he, and I'll tell you, he, I interviewed him three times. First time, I thought he would be a, a rock star, unbelievable, and he sucked. He was a dud. Second time he came back on, I just really liked his book, and he was, uh, he was a lot better. And I told him, you know, last time you sucked, uh, this time you were really good. And he laughed. He said, I wish you would have told me I sucked so I could have got help. And then the third time, this is what he did. He said, gave away free copies, and then people got the, I think it was like 10 pages, and mm-hmm. then they would buy the book because he helped mm-hmm. them so mm-hmm. well with the information. So Good that's for the him. best way for yeah. you to convert. And, and give him something. Like I have on, um, and then we're actually like a 90 seconds away, minute away from closing. But on my website, thebookshepherd.com, I actually have a checklist for what happens if your webmaster goes missing or gets hit by the dust. What do you need to know right now today before that happens? And I've got like 12 things you must grab and get. So, Wayne, we are, I mean, I hate this. I hate this when I get cut down and, oh, no, a minute to go. We're at the (laughs) end. So I want everyone to know that if you want an awesome interview cheat sheet, Wayne's got it. Just go to his website, onairpublicity.com, and and this is where you're going to learn how to be ready and nail every freaking interview from here on. How cool is that? So it's onairpublicity.com. Wayne Kelly, uh, host extraordinaire, is your guide. And, Wayne, with that, thank you so much for being with us this hour. A true honor. Thank you very much for having me. You've been awesome. Oh, thank you, thank you, as you are. All right, everyone, it's Author You, your guide to book publishing. I'll be back with you next week for more to make your year the best ever that's just a few weeks away. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each 